I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Marty's a bollocks. Marty's a bollocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And welcome to the Premier View Tipperary Hurling Podcast. Tonight I'm joined by Kappa White, Mike McCarthy, and Tumi Var as Enda Tracy. And I'm your host, Colin O'Sullivan. So this week we have a few things for you guys. Um, so first up, um, the GEA said that they're hoping to start inter-county activity if the country moves to level four on April 5th, as we expect the government to do. Um, if if inter-county teams can train from early April, that probably means that we could have the Alliance leagues in early May, although at this point they must surely be under review um, and the GEA must surely be thinking about going straight into, into a championship. Um, what do you think, guys? What did the, if, if the restrictions do ease in April and we can get back to at least a bit of training for inter-county and maybe a bit of club if we go to level four, what do you guys think it means for the season? Yeah, it's, I suppose it's, it's hard to know, um, Colm, um, what way it's, it's going to go. And if they do get back, sure, in, county managers are going to look for six weeks. I think I saw it mentioned somewhere today about yeah. see, they want six weeks of a lead-in before they play any championship game. So that brings you into the middle of May. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, would they play league games after two weeks, you know, um, as kind of training games and, and yeah. maybe do, uh, as I think, I think I said the last week about the kind of the regional league, maybe, you know, get three games out of the league, get them done three weeks in a row. And, and at least then you have some bit of, of, uh, of game time before you go into championship. But, um, yeah, I, I think you're probably still looking at, if you, if you do go into county first, it's probably August, towards the end of August to, to, um, to finish your championship now you could probably 
to play your All-Irelands. Like, so you're probably looking at club action, maybe, I suppose, from the 1st of August. But really, if you're in, you in an All-Ireland final, it's the 1st yeah. of September. Like. Yeah. Anything else to add to that end, or do you agree or disagree with it? Oh, I think that's a good idea, yeah. yeah. Like, at the, like a, if you have a month, realistically, conditioning work, there's not much can be done. It's just about getting the match practice in. And anyway, like, this isn't back, this isn't the 80s or 90s. These lads, they're all, like, professional athletes already, yeah. so it's just about getting the eye in. I would say two weeks would be a good lead into it. Um, you know, there's not much can be done. It's just the way it is. Same as last year, you just have to get on with it. Yeah, if if it's two week, two weeks for the league, let's say it is six weeks for the championship from the start of April, so mid May. Do you think that's enough for Tip? Like we've seen that Tip knee games, Tip knee time, and, and a lot of games to get up to speed. Like is six weeks and a couple of half hours challenge games enough for league games? Not not for Tip. Um, it's obviously it's it's going to suit the more settled teams. Like, because yeah. um, Tip are in transition, We're in the middle of transitioning out the uh, older lads to try and get in a bit of youth. Um, the likes of Limerick um, to be honest with you I'd say Limerick are really the only settled team in the co- in the country where you could pick their starting 15 and say yeah yeah, that's more than likely going to be it before there's a ball pucked and um, I need the rest of the teams like there's even Waterford getting to the All-Ireland like they've they're a team in transition maybe they did as I said they're going to require more lads coming in again to make a step up again and taper no different. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to work against them. Limerick, I'd say, are, are licking their chops, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. Actually, actually for, for, I'd like to see how Limerick could cope with a couple of injuries to a couple of key players. Just uh, to see, is that panel as strong as everyone makes out? I don't, personally, I don't think it is, but... Yeah. Sure, sure the year before the tip panel was, remember Michael Dignan on the commentary, yeah. uh, sure tipper after bringing on four or five subs and they said they didn't have a panel or after scoring... Points each are coming off the bench. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, as good as your last game. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. The, the panel thing is something that always annoys me, anyway. Because yeah. the reality is, like, the, your best fifteen are on the team. Joe, I mean, we don't. I suppose the only cl- uh, county in in Ireland that you can say about is the Dublin footballer because they have such a peak. But like the whole rubbish back in the. 2000s there about Kilkenny's their second best it was, that was a load of shite I mean they, yeah. we all saw it when 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 their main players went off they they went off the boil you know Kilkenny yeah. themselves so um, uh, yeah that, that whole penalty is, is rubbish in, in my opinion yeah. you know and yeah. your best 15 and your best and probably 18 is what wins you in All-Ireland yeah, exactly. Exactly. 18, 19. Um, what was I going to say to you guys? What do you think about crowds like this year? Do you think do you think we're going to get to see crowds? Do you think it's going to be like maybe like the club scene last year where we was it 200 or 250 allowed at club games? Or like for, for the inter-county side of things first, if in, if inter-county does go, does go first as we expected to maybe, um, but we're probably not going to see any crowds, are we? Well, the, the, I suppose the UK put out their roadmap there and they, they're they're allowing crowds from, I don't know, is it the 17th of May? So, I mean, that would mean Northern Ireland can have crowds from from, from that time. Um, well, under the present yeah. thing, anyway. Um, will we see crowds? I suppose it depends on the vaccine rollout and, and how many we, we I suppose, vaccines we get and, and get people vaccinated. Um, I, I don't know. I don't see it. It would be very, very marginal if, if we do. Like, um, I, yeah. for, for inter-county, is 400 is probably... It's not, you're better off with nothing, you know, and, and yeah, yeah, let the backroom teams go. 
yeah, exactly. Leave the backgrounds and maybe the families as well. That's it. The immediate family, maybe, and just kind of leave it at that. Um, for clubs, like, would you be happy, guys, if if the same as last year, um, left two hundred into club games, or do you think do you think there's any hope of that even? Well, like you'd hope by maybe like August, September, the minimum latter yeah. stages of county championships, there'll be sizable crowds going in. Like, yeah. By by what they're telling us that they're they're all out of the vaccine, it's going to be what a million. Every month from was it May onwards? Yeah. Surely the bulk. Well, definitely the like the high risk categories would be vaccinated, yeah. and there'd be no fear there. Like surely, I don't see a problem with like more than two hundred. Yeah, what a bit of luck. What a bit of luck. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, if we can get those numbers vaccinated, then I mean, sure. Look, if we're if people are vaccinated, we have to start opening up everything yeah. in, in society. You know, we can't just stay closed. Um, yeah. forever you know so um, yeah no I, I, hopefully we will by that time by the time the club comes around we should be able to get crowds back into yeah. yeah exactly that would definitely, definitely be my preference anyway I'd prefer to be cramming into a club match now and getting getting into a crowd of a thousand people inside in a county match <laughs> yeah same here Jesus, they'd be, they'd be they'd be crowds at an under twelve B football game, I'd say, if they, if they had one tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll um we'll we'll move on there, guys. So um, we'll move on to a bit of a controversial um, motion at this weekend's GA Congress. So I, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening um have heard this. So earlier this week, the Tipperary County Board announced that they were in favour of Motion 13 at this weekend's annual Congress. And Motion 13 proposes the restricting of county senior championships to a maximum of 16 teams to help streamline the club season and make it easier to deliver a practical fixtures schedule. Um, now, they said that this came from the, the calendar task force Um if it did or it didn't, that's probably up for debate. But from a Tipperary viewpoint, when the Tip County Board are, are, are want this to pass, like is this the beginning of the end of the divisional championships, or was even was last year the, maybe even the beginning of the end of those, those championships? I suppose the beginning of the end of the divisional championships probably was a couple of years ago when when it was first it was first um, proposed, and like when you see those things, like if you're around County Board meetings for long enough normally these things take a long time to to come in and it's a, it's yeah. an ease and in processes and i think we've got to this point kind of gradually over the last number of years where i mean we, they were looking at these 316s we got it took a long time we got to the 316s the minute we get to the 316s there's another change yeah. now the, the division thing is going um yeah i saw that joe kindy came out and said that, that, that he was in favor of it um I don't know. I have to have the county made a decision on it. There's, I think, there's a bit of pushback from, from some clubs, um, saying that they weren't consulted on it. Um, I think, for me, it's a disastrous move. I, yeah. I'm always in favour of the divisions. Um, I suppose that's that would be my background anyway. So, um, I think it would it would be terrible to go. Uh, Limerick got rid of their divisions um, and their input into the county championship in '95. Uh, the East Limerick Championship now is you, you the Crossco Cup in West Tip has more stature than the, the East Limerick Championship, and like that's the way the divisions unfortunately will go. Uh, like uh, the North, the, the North Championship is probably one of the most prestigious championships in in the county. The, I mean, the revenue it brings in um, is is huge. The crowds, you might the first year 
it'll be a bit of a novelty maybe, but after that, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. And I, I just don't I don't see it. And especially if you're gonna have to be playing it in a split season and you're gonna be playing it without your county players, it would be a non-runner you know. yeah actually you mentioned a really good point there and mike and when you said the revenue um that the divisional championships bring in like that revenue pretty much powers the divisional boards like where did that mean the divisional boards have to go out and fundraise every year now or what happens like how do they fund like is the county board going to fund them who knows well well this is the, this is the, i suppose it will be a big debate and like we're all in, involved in clubs and um, like divisions pay out a, a coaching grant there to, to clubs every year. It's about 800 euro to each club. And, but it, I mean, that's in the, in the West with four, 15 clubs, that's uh, 13,000 euro. I mean, the West division won't have 13,000 euro yeah. without a, a senior, a viable senior championship to, to be paying that out. So clubs are going to suffer in that way. Refereeing costs like are huge. I mean, you go back down, we'll say minor leagues and stuff, you could have 50 games in those. And it's really your senior championship revenue, which is, pay, which is paying those referees, you know. So you'll probably see clubs will probably have to be um, levied, you know, to pay, to pay for championships and that, and stuff that hasn't gone on previously. And the knock-on effect is, is huge for it. And look, the county board finances aren't great either, and, and yeah. they're not going to be subsidising divisions, you know. Exactly. We might end up turning into like a soccer situation where players have to give two euro each for a referee and that's that that's what um distinguishes ourselves from soccer that we don't usually do that so i, I personally don't want to be on that road, road either um yeah. and what what do you think are you in favor of this doing away the divisions or do you think they should stay yeah i'd be low to get rid of them now um, they've been fantastic on the years you know and people just don't understand maybe they're not from they're not big club people you're you know, you're looking in and yeah. you're wanting the county team to get the best run of it. And uh, the, the North Championship is is massive up here. Like, serious to bet. And the matches are, they're, they're hell for leather. Like, I, I'm sure it's the same in every other division in tip. Like, yeah. but I, I'd hate to see it go. I wonder, would it be, you know, we've been having the debate about the county league and it's, it hasn't been working for whatever reason. The club's not buying into it. If you could restructure it. And just put the teams into their own division and do it in a league basis, maybe. Yeah. Play it off that way. That that's Before. not a bad that's not a bad shout. Um yeah. like in in Clare, and I know Clare are under the, the microscope a little bit at the moment under county board, mm. but one thing they did really well a few years ago, I think it was five or six years ago at this point, was they put a prize pot at the end of the county league. So if you win the county league, I think it was like five thousand euros. And I think the clubs agreed to look. Yeah. If they win, the players get that. They can go off on the piss up, go off on the team holiday or whatever yeah. they want. But every team then is like it's driving mad to, to win that county league. Whereas at the moment what do you really get if you win the county league and tip? Absolutely not. Yeah. There's no reward for it at all. Yeah, and you keep the interest there because obviously there's going to be that local interest rivalries and whatnot. You play it before the actual county championship starts, and it's yeah. it's a build up for that as well. Um, it, yeah, yeah I, I agree that the link is going to be gone shortly for the yeah. county championship, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. It, it really doesn't. Um, but I'd hate to see it go. It's been fantastic, like. Yeah, I suppose it's access to to all your players. I mean, if 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 you can get it played independent of the county championship, but have access to all your players, I think that 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 would be more palatable for for clubs. But I mean, this idea, like last year we ran the West Championship, and the final was Darren Mooney, who got no game time for tip in the whole year, wasn't allowed to play it. Brian Fox was with the footballers, and Dylan Quirk, who got like four minutes with the with the seniors, like. 
would it not have benefited them to play? Probably would have, but like it, it devalued. I won't say it devalued the competition, but certainly people you, you wanted to go. They're the players you want to see when you go to go to see club games. Yeah, big time, hundred percent, yeah. Big time, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I agree with both you guys. I geez, I hope that division championships never go away. One thing I hope that if look, it does look like it, it is going to happen. It does look like this motion is probably going to pass. If it does pass, I hope the Tip County Board don't mm. bottle it and turn around and fucking name the, the Seamus Arena teams Premier Intermediate. If they're doing yeah. this, like first of all, I, I have a serious issue about clubs getting relegated in a boardroom. But if they're if they are essentially relegating them in a boardroom, call them what they are, call them an inter- intermediate, and have that then go the whole way down where the current junior A's or current intermediates are called junior A, current junior A's are called junior B's, and and so on and so forth. But I can't see him doing that because the, the backlash should be 20 times more than what it's going to be or than what it currently is for it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I tend to agree with you. But I mean, it, I think that's that's what's going to happen is that, well, look, it might be called Seamus Oreen and the competition will be called Seamus Oreen, but yeah. the, the winners of it will be representing Tip in the, in the Intermediate Championship. I mean, it's been said so many times like that. The, the intermediate champions in Waterford or whatever, the 13th best team in Waterford, yeah. and yet they're playing the 33rd best team in, in TIP. So, um, like, there is probably a bit of uh, the, all over the place there. Like, I, I think that that rule is, is probably going to, um, that motion will pass because for a lot of counties, it actually means nothing. Like, Limerick will probably vote for that rule because it doesn't affect them. They only yeah. have 12 senior teams. Um, like, Leitrim with twenty four clubs. Why? How? How does the same thing apply to Leitrim that it does yeah. to Cork, yeah. who have one hundred and seventy six clubs? It just like it, it can't. It's not a one size fits all, and that was probably what one of the good things about the GA was that it wasn't a, a one size fits all. I I I, I like the Galway County Board. They came out and they said like counties need to keep keep um, their own championship and and decide what way they want to run their own championship. And I. This is more being pushed on from Crow Park, and I think it's it's I think it's the wrong way to go. And it, it, eventually, Crow Park are just going to be running your championship because they're going to say you've sixteen teams, you're running four by four, and you have a, a champion after six weeks, and that's the end of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mike, I think you're after hitting the nail on the head there about um, it's not a one size fits all approach. Yet it, they're trying to do it from Crow Park. Like the real solution here is to scrap the outside the county club championships, scrap the Munster club championships, scrap the All-Ireland club championships. Again, it just feels like the GAA are bound to the elite, bound to that 1%, and they're not looking after the 99%, and that really, really bugs me. Um, anyway, we've um, we've Sean Smith after joining us here, guys. Um, Sean, what's your opinion? We're just talking there about, um, about the, the clubs and the the GAA wanting to streamline the club championships and make it that a max of sixteen teams per per county at senior championship level to streamline the the fixtures. What do you think of that, Sean? Sure, that's where we're going in tip. Just matter, just cutting the link. That's it. Done. Game over. <laughs> it's going to go like sure. I actually forgot. I mean, last night I actually we I had a team to myself that we finished the mid championship last year. We didn't. It was kind of, I was kind of, I was looking back over stuff, fixed. I was like, like, did we play the mid? And then like, no, finished off. And no, just, I know, COVID and all that. But like, it's just, 
that was a nail in the coffin last year when when COVID came and rolled it out ended up being played at the end of the year. That was the end of the what do you what do you make guys then um of the tip county board going ahead and like saying that they're farthest without consulting with the clubs like i seen um something up on twitter earlier today it was um actually hurler and the had it up about a club was after writing an email to the to the county board basically demanding an, an egm which probably isn't going to happen but do you think that the county board did actually go over the club's heads here or is it the case that look they were voted in they had a job to do it's their job to make these decisions well I suppose the decision if it was taken was taken at management meeting and the four divisional chairmen are on on the the management committee so I suppose from a county board point of view they'll say well the divisional chairmen are supposed to be the the spokespeople for for the clubs at that level Um, I don't know how much discussion it got at, at, at management. Um, it's 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 hard to know, but uh, it's uh, I suppose it is disappointing. But I mean, the, the management do have the the power in in the COVID years to make decisions because yeah. we, we obviously can't have have meetings and stuff. But um, it, it's such a big decision that it's a pity the clubs weren't consulted on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. it just it just thinks of making their own life easier. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really does. Like, because at the end of the day, the GA like. What's it for only to provide games and do what players want to provide? <laughs> like, the play, every, like the majority of the players was the last year or the year before the emails were sent out to the players. And it was unanimous that they wanted divisions kept. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just out of pure convenience, really. Um, and I can understand that too, but like, at the end of the day, the GA's remit and every club's remit is to get lads playing. And if that's, <clears throat> that's what they want, just work yeah. around it. Like, yeah. um, I, I thought it was it was disappointing from a West point of view to see Timmy Hammersley on Twitter, and he was um, he, he he was for the motion and and said that it, you know, it was time to go. Like, I mean, Timmy is one of the best hurlers that Clonaldy produced in the county and a brilliant club player in, in the county. But if if Timmy Timmy Hammersley has I don't know has he twelve West medals, like, and and maybe yeah. by winning so many of them they are devalued for him. But yeah. without Without the West Championship, Timmy Hammersley has one medal, you know, the, the yeah. county final from 2017. and he, he could have gone through his whole career. You know, uh, at the start of every year, I mean, we, we could pick probably the four, four teams that are going to... You could pick four teams and you know one of them is going to win Dan Breen. So what are the rest, the, other, the rest of the teams playing for? It's for a division and title. And, yeah. and like, you see it in the South. It's probably, the South was, was, so, was so competitive that like Mullinahone could be there to win a um, a county championship back the years, but the reality was they could be beaten by the Swan in the first round yeah. of the of, of the South Championship, and that's the the, the beauty of division and championship. Yeah, big time. It's that local rivalry. And just one one thing kind of that maybe touches on what you said about Timmy there. It's like I, I know Marty is completely against the 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 divisional link. He wants that gone. But like for clubs and like take Lockmore, like Lockmore is a small little parish. At the moment, they have a golden generation of players and they can compete for Dan Breen, Dan Breen and compete regularly for Dan Breen. In 10 years time or 15 years time, the chances of Lockmore still competing for Dan Breen are very low. Like, and they go back into the pack then. Like at that time, they might a, a mid title might mean a whole lot to them now, but I guarantee you when they go back into the pack, a mid title mean a whole, whole lot more to them. Yeah, there should. I I I'd hate if there was only one main competition in the county for a county yeah. the size of Tip. It just it 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 ekes out too many of the small clubs, and it gives them like you can't keep lads interested. Like if like if you're going to clubs like and 
they realistically won't have a chance of winning that. Like, are you going to be keeping lads interested, keeping training, um, keeping the numbers high? Lads underage have they anything to build for? They're looking at their adult team and going, "Oh yeah, we've we got to a West North final there a few years ago. Maybe if I stay hurling, I could play in one of those." That, like how how fistful of lads are going to play in county championship finals? Like? Yeah. So it's right to be said for um having a better league. Some counties leagues are nearly as good as our county championship like. We would just try and do a better league instead of divisions. And that make it something like that would be something to win. Like what win there's other counties that have leagues that win the league is nearly more important than the county for summer clubs. Yeah, yeah. The cut in Clare, I, I made it made the point there I'm not sure how long ago it was. The Clare Cup's taken very seriously there. Like I know a few lads who hurled a few clubs there and they were well knocked out of the county championship, but they were still going training twice, three times a week for the Clare Cup. Like like the, that was the other way around in tip. Yeah, to be lads, <laughs> have their feet up, and they wouldn't be thinking about anything till next year. Like, yeah, that's that. So that that's motion thirteen at Congress. Um, another motion, motion twenty, is also proven very controversial. Um, and it probably touches on the GA maybe going against the wishes of the of the players. Um, so motion twenty anyway, first of all, proposes that there's going to be new penalties for aggressive and cynical fouls in hurling and in football. So in hurling, um, if a player with a, with a goal scoring opportunity, either inside the 20 meter line or the semicircular arc that extends from the 20 meter line is pulled down, tripped or struck with a hurley in a careless manner, then a penalty shall be awarded and the offender will be yellow carded and sent to the sin bin for 10 minutes. If the foul is committed is a second caution or or one that merits a red card, then the offender is ordered off for the remainder of the game, including any extra time to be played. Um, the, the, fo- the football the football side of it doesn't really matter, but um, it's it's, it's similar. Marty's not here, so we'll skip over that one. But um, what do you think? So the, there's an article published in the Examiner today, lads, um, which was the GPA basically saying that they. They want the GA to think about this, and they, they don't want to come in. They want to take an off the, the as a motion for Congress because seventy percent of players that they um that they surveyed were against it. Um, what do you think of a first of all, guys? Are you guys in agree in agreement with this sin bin? Do you think it's needed, or do you think it's like what? Why fix something that isn't broken? Well, it is broken. <laughs> Simply like last year. Um, I don't know if it's been building to this, but like last year, I can never, I can't recall as many decisions that were so clear cut, where lads just went, okay, I'm going to rugby tackle you to the ground, possibility of a goal here. It happened so many times, and something has to be has to be brought in. Um, I I think it's rich <laughs> after what we were just after talking about that the GPA are giving out about uh, oh, a certain percentage of players don't want this yet. Yes, calling all the divisional players and tip if they don't want want uh, to get rid of the link, it's going to happen anyway. So, um, I I don't I would love to see the wording of what they sent to the players for them to say that. And like, if you're a forward, this is going to have happened to you at some stage over the last couple of years, and surely you're not in favour of that. Like, so, um, it's very strange, but it def- definitely needs to come in. I think I'd say they asked more backs than forwards. That that could have been it. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I suppose asking players like, like obviously it's it's great to get players input in it, but players obviously have a vested interest in it as well. I mean, because while it might happen to you, you might need your backman to do it as well. So like 
they're probably not going to not going to say that it, that it needs to be done, but something needs to be done about it. Is the sin bin the answer? Ten minutes in the sin bin at the end of the game, everyone and anyone will take ten minutes in the bin for yeah. for winning the game. I think. Um, I don't think the sin bin is 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 the answer to it because um, I don't think it'll it'll stop anybody from from um, from from putting that tackle in. You know. Yeah, actually, the, the equivalent of a penalty try is probably the the way to go about. They really want to start, cut it out. Um, oh no! What's a, what's a, what's a penalty try? Oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> is, is there something you need you want to tell us there, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> Monster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Per- like, actually, personally, I, I'm, I'm completely against the sin bin. I don't think it's needed. I'm actually, I'll be honest, Laz, I'm a fan of a lad, a back pulling down a forward when he's through on goal. Like, it's, it's actually a coachable skill that you, if, you, if you do it well, you're probably going to save yourself a goal and you pick up an old yellow card. Or what my, my, er- my earliest memory of this was, um, I'm not sure what year it was. I think it was in Turles. Paul Curran one on one with Paddy O'Sullivan and he was gone past him and he dropped early and he literally dived six feet <laughs> over to pull him down. <laughs> yeah. we, we played a county uh, league match years ago and same thing again. Um, I think it was actually against Burgess. Was it Tony Scroop was Burgess, isn't he? He was out to turn yeah. in turning the full back or corner corner back anyway. Same thing again. Ankle tapped him. It was like it was <laughs> <laughs> we may like keep going with the Robbie. We may as well keep going with the Robbie. It was like it was like Peter Stringer against England it was. Remember that the, the ankle tap for yeah, yeah. yeah it was the exact same as it's like Jesus Christ. But um yeah. I, I, yeah. that that motion's not like, on the car though for Saturday, is it? That's been put off to special Congress, I think, hasn't it? Oh yeah, has it? that's yeah. what they're asking for, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it, it, it's still on the GA website at the moment. Though. I haven't heard if it has been put off. It hasn't been put off, Mike. It has. I, I think. I think it has. I think the G, there was a link there sent out for the GA, and it said is a motion eighteen to twenty, and the three of them have been put off to, to special Congress. Or something. Yeah, they said it in the article. GPA, we're looking for that. Yeah. Um, it's um, I yeah, the maybe might be a bit much, but I'd say like, I'd, like a certain penalty if you like. The way the ch- changing of the rule for the penalty, um, it's more likely you're going to score, and it, it's a fair punishment, lads. I think if a lads bring it down, and it'll stop lads doing it. I think to an extent, obviously, last ten minutes, five minutes, it's going to happen anyway. But in the middle of a match, it might cut down a little bit more. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The main thing is, like, you want to see it being punished near the end of the game when it actually matters like whatever about mm. pulling that down 10 minutes in you have 60 minutes to get a chance to get in again but like 2 minutes to go pulling that down is in the same bin everyone's going to do it obviously no yeah. no two ways doesn't, the crime doesn't meet the punishment is that the same yeah 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 definitely I think I think you're right Um, my biggest worry with it is it's going to it's going to turn games just into like a horrible spectacle in that like if if it's only it's 10 minutes right so if you pull down a lad and you get 10 minutes in the bin you save a goal scoring opportunity well from a tactical viewpoint the team then is probably going to drop a corner forward or maybe two corner forwards back to, to cover that guy so it's just going to turn into just a just a horrible game and like really low scoring and i don't know whether it's really going to going to solve solve anything it's just going to just turn games horrible but anyway guys um we'll move on then to the to the next topic 
we'll move on to the um the twenty twenty um all stars. Um, I'll name out the team there in a second, but before I do, any of you guys have any interest in the all stars this year compared to any other year? I didn't actually know they're on, to be honest. Yeah. Or no, yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a very very weird situation. And I don't know whether it's because we knew Tip weren't going to have anyone realistically in the team, but um, or, or not. But um, yeah, it's it, it just feels like it was weird, and there's no no all star ceremony, obviously. So I, I'd imagine there's a lot of um girlfriends and wives uh, of GA players who have dreamed to this day for the last twenty odd years, um, feeling I- hard done by, but. I was just glad it was on so that we could put an end to the year 2020 and never have to speak of it again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, it stays going the same direction. Like, it's an absolute embarrassment the way they structure it. Like, the, yeah. Oh, he burked corner back, like Tony Kelly midfield. Like, yeah. Oh, what is the point in having positions in it anymore? Yeah. We just said have... the same thing last year, didn't we? We yeah. exact same conversation. Same, she's yeah. near the top. With goalie, take out, name maybe. Goalie, six yeah. backs midfield to four, six yeah. forwards, and position is just the minor. Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree completely. Like, it's yeah. it's 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 shit. It's shit. It's shit now. Like, and it's pity because there was big prestige with it back in the day. You know, it's just the goods. It's kind of a popularity contest mostly now. To be honest, which, um, yeah, which is sad yeah. to see. Like, exactly. Exactly. The the all star team that was named was Nicky Quaid from Limerick was named in goal. Um the back the backs then Sean Flynn or Sean Finn picked up his third all star. Dan Morrissey picked up his second all star. Dahi Burke from Galway's fifth all star. Um Dermot Burns from Limerick, Tyg de Burke from Waterford and Kyle Hayes from from Limerick make up the backs. Um in midfield then you get Jamie Barron from Waterford and Tony Kelly from Clare. And the forwards that were picked were Garrod Hegarty, Keane Lynch, and Tom Morrissey, all from Limerick. Um, Aaron Galan, Limerick, TJ Reid, Kilkenny, and Stephen Bennett from Waterford. Um, do you guys think anyone was maybe a little unlucky to to miss out? Yeah, I thought Callum Lyons from Waterford was very unlucky to miss out. I thought he had a great year. Yeah. Um, I I I don't think um Galan deserved one. So I don't know, Con Cannon maybe could have been looked at for, for corner forward. Willow Donahue from Limerick was for me had a, a way better year than Keane Lynch. Uh, Keane Lynch seems to be the new Joe Canning. Uh, he's probably going to get an all-star every year for the next eight years and he, he might even play again. So um, <laughs> Willow Donahue and and um I suppose uh, Callum Callum Lyons, I, I thought he was exceptional all year. I, I, I pity he didn't he didn't get one, but um, I don't think Galan deserved one. I, I don't know. Con Cannon is the corner forward that comes to mind as, as somebody who, who had a, a decent year. Um, other than that, I think yeah. Charlie Peak has got a few. Yeah, maybe Stephen O'Keefe from Waterford potentially deserved one instead of Nicky Quaid. Like, Nicky Quaid did nothing wrong all year. Um, o- O'Keefe just made a couple of yeah. couple outstanding saves you, that stood out. You tend to get the, you tend to get the um, G up if your team's after winning it and there's not any outstanding candidates. Like, in fairness, Brian Hogan got that that benefit here before, so yeah, that's the way it tends to happen. Like. And we spent the last five months saying he wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, so guys, we'll move on. Then we'll move on to a little treat for you guys. So this week we've all been we've all tried to pick a divisional team. Um, for, for each one of the divisions in Tipperary um, with current players, and maybe a little bit like the old Miller Shield that some of you guys might remember. Um, there's one stipulation, though, and that stipulation is you can only have three people from one club 
on the team, which makes it a whole lot more difficult to pick. We'll kick it off with the West team. Um, Mike, do you want to talk us through talk us through the team you picked for West Tip? Yeah, so I suppose we can only pick three from each club. I think that was one of the the um, the criteria, which probably made it yeah. a little bit harder. But um, I, I picked Aramuni in the goal. Um, I, I actually think he's the best goalie in Tip um, at the moment. I think he should be in the goals for for the county team. Can't understand why he got no run uh, even last year. But anyway, I have Mooney in goals from Airog, Tom Fox from Airog, a cornerback, Owen Conley, Cashel fullback, and uh, hometown decision Tom Tracy from Kappa at, <laughs> in the other corner. Um, I have Brian Fox from Airog, wingback, John O'Keefe, Clonolty centre back, and Kieran Breen from Kickhams in the other wing. Ger Brown, Kickhams, and Sean E. Rogers to Tracy's in the middle of the field. Uh, half forward line, Reen Doody, Kappa White, Dylan Quirk. Sonoti Rossmore and Devin Ryan Kickhams. Uh, full forward line Paddy Carey, Detracy's, Timmy Hammersley, Sonoti, and Willie Barry Capoise. You're lucky it wasn't a couple of weeks' time when we're picking this. I might have a couple of more than three from Cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Good team. Is there anyone, anyone there that was maybe unlucky to miss out, Mike, that you think? Or that you had yeah, to, well, I, I suppose um, I said it before. Aaron Brown um, looks like a, a goalkeeper that, that can make it. Um, but I think Mooney is probably still ahead of him now. Um, uh, Connor O'Brien was probably very unlucky, uh, to even though he's, what, 35 now, and st- he still produces for, for a rogue. But the three-player three, three, uh, rule uh, probably kept him out of it. Connor Dwyer from Cashel is one who I had in it and took him off it. Um, but... I think he's an exceptional player. I think we'll see more of him with the County 20s next year. Uh, he, he comes across... I've seen him play cornerback for his club before and comes across very like Barrett in, in the way he hurls. He's, he's good to, to move, get the ball and, and, and good hurling skills. But, uh, yeah, I don't I think that was... I don't know. I thought that was fair enough. Good stuff. Yeah, Sounds like a good team, actually. No, uh, Darren McCarthy in that team, he won't be happy. Uh, <laughs> I have to get him on the Kappa team first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move to the to the greatest show on earth. Um, the team picked by Enda Tracy on from the North Championship. Go on, fire on, Enda. Yeah, so the the uh, three club thing was uh, it was difficult now, but um, this might be a bit left field. But uh, I think Ronan Tucker from Burgess is a very good goalie. Very solid. Uh, we're not a division blessed with lots and lots of um, high quality goalies. I'll say that, but he's always very solid for Burgess on a team that gets gets a lot of work. And then he got the number one and number and, two. Yeah, that's what I was goalies. thinking. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had to pick three Kildangan lads, and I couldn't put Barry Hogan in there <laughs> for one of the outfield lads. I couldn't. Obviously, if there was more than that, he'd be in. Um, so there's no Laraman on your team. There is. There is one more, man. <laughs> so the full back line is uh, Craig Morgan from Killer One, James Quigley, Killer and Dara Quinn from Nina. And half back line, Joey Malachny uh, from Toom, Brendan Maher from Burris, and Barry Heffernan. Um, midfield, Mikey Breen and uh, <laughs> Robbie Cork. <laughs> and uh, half forward line Niall O'Mara uh, Bonner Maher and Dan McCormick and full forward line 
Paul Flynn, Jason Ford, and Jake Morris. That's a good team, lads. Yeah, that's a that's a very very good team. Um, anyone unlucky to miss out? Barry Hogan, is yeah, obviously. Obviously, Barry Hogan would definitely be in the nets if there was more than the three players. But those three lads outfield for Killadang were are very good for them. Um, um, if I was going to put him in the goals, maybe um, just a shout out to my uh, club man Andrew Ryan's probably he's been a very good fullback there the last few years for two. He might have got not in there, but I actually sent him this team in a text after <laughs> I sent it and said, "Sorry, I can't put you in. You're not good enough. Uh, he didn't enjoy it." Um, I, I, it would be more um, rotating lads from clubs in and out. Um, maybe you could put in Keen Darcy there for Killer One. Um, maybe um, Mikey Heffernan would be unlucky there. No, in fairness, he's a fantastic club hurler uh, for Nina. Um, but I'd be, I'd be happy enough with that team now, lads. That would be most county teams, I think. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. Not yeah, that's not sure whether it beat most county teams, but not sure whether it beat the next team. Sean Smith, do you want to fire ahead with the mid team? The mid team this kind of nearly half picked itself from kind of general position. And it's a Paul Barron goal from mine anyway. I was trying to find no terms from goals, there isn't any to Um, for back line, Cottle Barrett at the cornerback, Rona Mar fullback, and the other cornerback, Shane Maloney. Um, Sorry, I couldn't even put in my calendar because three stars are limited. Like, you know, half back line John Maher, Paddy Maher, and Brian Maher from Holy Cross. Uh, midfield in Paddy Cadell, Brackens, Noah McGrath. Then half forward line Max Hackett, McCarthy, Billy McCarthy, Sarsfield, John McGrath. And then full forward line Andrew Armand, Shamey Callan, and Connor Ball from mine. Average enough team. Average. I try. I had a list of about thirty. Like, I get down to fifteen. Like, you could for like the players even just like for drum. Johnny Ryan's a class club or Like, you know, even like the pod champion Dave. Well, there's lads that could have thrown in. Uh, upper church wise, Paddy Green lads are there there about Sarah's Mikael, Lar, Dennis Mary, and McCormack uh, work like. Uh, Brian McGraw with Lockmore. Like, is it him or John Maris went to John Mayer. Uh you also have then like Tossie Hamlin in mind. So you could even pick a B team to be honest from from the names I have. I was half trying to get Paddy Mary in full forward, but I couldn't move Shamey, so <laughs> <laughs> I can really take the back. I don't I don't think my team would get within 30 points of that mid team. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have heart and we have determination. It depends uh, how many swan lads you've on it. You might turn up. <laughs> oh, well, it wouldn't be turned up. We got that mid team with the <laughs> um the, the south team that I went with in the goal. I went with St Mary's and the Dunphy. Um, full back line. I went Colin Shelley from Monlahone. I think he's a player that he really should get a go in with tip. We're crying out for cornerbacks um at the moment, and Shelley has been he's definitely been the standout. Um, Standout back probably in Seamus Arena over the last couple of years, but as well as a standout back in the south. Um, full back, I really wanted to go Paul Curran here, but I just I couldn't because um, I, I wanted to pick another team on the home boys. So I went with a Davin guy. I went with um, with Connor Whelan. Um, young hurler, decent hurler, um, but he's full back. Um, cornerback probably picks the other cornerback, picks itself, Killian of the Wire from Kilnall. Yeah. 
the half-back line then, Owen Fenley from Monlahone, Joe Mouse-Dwyer from Kilnall, and the other half-back, Lee Mackey from Davins. Um, midfield, Gavin O'Halloran from Carrick Swan and Seamus Kennedy from St. Mary's. Half-forward line, Eric O'Halloran from Swan, Shawnee Corden from Monlahone, and John Bubbles O'Dwyer from Kilnall. Um, I don't understand why Kilnall play Bubbles centre-forward when he never performs there. Why don't you just take the hit and play him on the wing. That's why he's a half forward on my team. Um, full forward, then I have Dylan Welch from Ballangari, I have Danny O'Hallan from the Swan, and Mark Keo from Kilshila. Um Not a whole lot of household names there, I don't think, compared to the... I, I, nice half-back line there he had. Fenley, Mackie, who Fenley Mackie, and Joe Mouse to wear. Nice, that's a nice half-back line. You know. Yeah. Decent yeah. full forward line too. Dylan Welch, Danny Hallan, uh, and Mark Keo. Dylan, Dylan Walsh is a cracking hurler. He, he, yeah. he caused any full-back line there. Uh, yeah, I actually, I really wanted to get another Ballangari man in there, Froggy Ivers, but um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't um, put him in that half-back line. Is this yeah, the match-up now is the mid full-back line? Is this the modern-day Danny O'Hanlon or is this Danny O'Hanlon six, <laughs> seven, eight years ago? <laughs> this is Danny O'Hanlon with the pubs closed. <laughs> <laughs> So he's at the peak of his power. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, unlucky to lose out. Then um, you probably have like Paul Curran from Monlahone. Um, he's probably pushing on a little bit. He must be thirty nine odd years of age at this point, but um, he's still safe as a house. Um, in there, he's everything you want in a full back. Um, big and ignorant, I guess. Um, but like nothing gets past him, or very rarely something gets past him. Um. Probably Mikey O'Shea from Mullahone as well deserves a shout. Another young hurler, but um, just couldn't find a spot for him in that forward line. And obviously, Von Kelly there as well. But look, I think I don't. I don't think Von Kelly would have got in the, um, those six forwards either. Um, not at the moment. Um, outside of that, you had Froggy Froggy Ivers as I mentioned from Ballangarry. Very unlucky not to get in the in the team. Um, I was thinking about putting him in in cornerback maybe. Um, but. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't pick him over over Colin Shelley and um and and Killian Dwyer. Um, outside of that as well, like from Kilnall, Paddy Cod is an exceptional full back. But I just wanted to pick three other three other Kilnall boys, and it was a toss up between Eric O'Halloran and Dean Waters from the Swan. Dean's possibly been our exceptional hurler over the last two or three years. Um, the reason I picked Eric was probably just for his engine. Um, a little bit of a, a bonner mar about him. He's uh, about Eric. He can run all day. Great at breaking up play. Great at um, great at laying off scores and just just really just kind of getting in people's faces and bringing the intensity and bringing making the whole team driving from the front and making the whole team kind of bring the intensity as well. Who do you think would win from the four teams there? We we go south, we go north versus west, and we will go south versus mid. Like south versus mid, we the mid are winning that right. Presume everyone's in. Actually, uh, like you know, like I don't know, some of these ads and paper though, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 we'd prime on Kelly in there, I don't think we'd beat you. Okay, close to beat me. Um, what what do you think the north north versus the west? Like they're two decent teams. What do you think, guys? Yeah, it probably come down to the wire, and we have more men on the team because they've only fourteen Northmen. Like so, <laughs> Robbie will probably throw the game, and the West will win it. So. <laughs> 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 the rule, Mike, and there's not four or five in one club on the team. Yeah, 
And there's four, four Kappa men after being picked on these teams, like so. <laughs> and five Kappa I was fairly confident that that North team would win it out until uh, Sean hit me with a ton of bricks that was that mid-team is uh, fairly ridiculous now. Um, yeah, the only surprising thing about that mid-team is that Sean knew club players outside of Sarsland. Like, that's the surprising <laughs> thing for me. But, yeah. from, from scouting, I might say. <laughs> I, would say. I, first, I first lined out the Sars senior team and took off food then. <laughs> that's how I started. I went backwards. But... <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the mid team. That's a serious mid team. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. so we'll we'll post uh, we'll post the four teams um, on Premier View, and you guys can you can add or remove who you think should be in there. But remember, it's only three players max per club, and that makes it um, a lot trickier um, to to pick. So that's all we've time for this week, guys. Um, thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 